Hi, everybody. Welcome to Your Wife's Crazy Ass Podcast. I'm Monique. And I am Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Monique. <laughs> so how was your week? Um, My week? <laughs> my week was pretty good. <laughs> I, you, we're not doing a Chelsea's Politics Corner this week, so um, it was good. I had a dog trainer at my house today, and that was nice. My little mm. dog, my mean dog is getting better and that makes me very happy and yeah just yeah. oh oh my god how do I forget this I'm going back to work Woo-hoo! yeah that's very exciting I'm allowed to go back to work after you know almost six months of no work mm-hmm. so that's good yeah how was oh, your I'm week? so happy for you um my week was okay it was all right I've been trying to like avoid social media bombs uh yeah and, and it's hard because it uh I don't know. Uh, aside from that, it's it's been it's been okay. It's been an okay, pretty chill week. It kind of went really fast. On Tuesday, it felt like Friday. Yes, which yeah. is weird, right? Mm-hmm. And and now here it is, almost Sunday. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. This week went really fast. A lot of stuff happened this week. A lot of needing to stay off of social media this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that led me to do a little quote that I put up for your wife's crazy ass. And it was about, yes, I love um, this quote. Thank you. It was about a uh, strength and the mask that we wear, the strong mask we wear and what that could be hiding. So I'm going to read the quote real fast, real fast. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> it says there can be an abundance of pain covered up with a strong mask. It is okay to not be okay. Not every strong woman has the strength to ask for help. Check on your strong friends. Yes, I love that quote. I think both you and I are um, strong women. Mm-hmm. Quote, quote, strong women. I'm a strong guy. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast without a little singing. No, you know? no, it would not. No, we got to sing it. Um, yeah, I love that quote because I think that you and I both struggle with being seen as um, strong and we can do it on our own and and totally. we're not necessarily 100% that. And so I'm going to go ahead and lead us into what we are going to discuss today. So we have actually had a lot of people reach out and ask us to do an episode about trauma. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that we, you know, there's so much we could talk about when it comes to trauma, but what we're going to focus on today is the four F's of trauma. And what that is, is it's basically characteristics or ways that you deal with your trauma or your PTSD or CPTSD or complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And it falls typically under four categories, the four F's. And you're not always going to be one. You're not going to be just one. You can be a mixture of two, three, four of these. You can show kind of all of them. I'm all um, yeah, it kind of, and and like, you know, what a year ago, you could be this one and this one, and then now you're just this one. And right. so it's very fluid. And so today, um, actually real quick, I'm going to read the four Fs. Uh, they are fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. And all of these, quick side note, all of these Fs they can be viewed positively, right? So you're not, Mm -hmm. they're not all bad. It can be positive aspects to these and how you have through your experiences kind of trained yourself to act to get through those traumatic experiences in your life. 
So which F are we talking about today, Monique? Well, today's magical F word <laughs> is fuck. Is... <laughs> well, we talk about that every day. Yeah. <laughs> today's other magical F word is fight. Fight. Yes. yes. So listening at home, if you think that fight, <laughs> there's probably quite a few of us, especially, you know, moms, wives, the older you get, I feel like the more you have to fight, <laughs> especially if you have some demons. Isn't that the truth? You mm-hmm. fight with yourself. You fight with your kids. You fight with seeing yourself in your kids. <laughs> you fight with your husband and what he doesn't see in you that you want him to see. It's just an all around brawl. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and fight, like, like I said before, it's not just, you know, someone who is, is, is hot tempered. Is that the word mm-hmm. hot tempered? Yeah. Hot tempered. Yeah. Um, or who has like a quick fuse. It's, it's not just angry people. That's not necessarily all that fight is. Um, Mm-mm. fight the positive aspects of fight and having that be the way that you deal with your trauma is you could be assertive. Mm-hmm. You could have strong boundaries. You could be courageous. You can have moxie, which mm-hmm. I don't know. That word is just like such a 50s word to me. I love um, it. <laughs> and you can have really good leadership skills. So these are all yes. ways that dealing with your trauma has taught you to take charge of your life, to fight. Right. So those are the positive characteristics mm-hmm. of it. So then to me, that translates to that's everything that your mask shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what other people see in you. And that's your mask. That's what you, those are the good things you push forward. Like, hi, look at me. <laughs> right, right. That's what uh-huh. you want when you're, when you're feeling those fight tendencies mm-hmm. to external stimuli, when you're triggered, you, and we all know, like I'm positive every single Pinterest mom <laughs> is, is either fight or fawn, but like <laughs> right. the fight in her is like, I have to, I have to be, you know, perfect. I have to show that. I am the strongest. I am the best. I am, you know, yes. I'm fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Look, hi, look at me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yet again. Okay. Now, now tell me about the detrimental side of fight. Okay. I'll go ahead and read off the list. We'll go ahead and put some uh, resources in the show notes of books that you guys can read uh, that goes over this in a lot more detail and probably a little bit better <laughs> than yeah. we heard today. Or, or books you can listen to. <laughs> yeah, or books because I don't read. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, As I, you can probably tell, that Chelsea reads her books and I listen to my books. <laughs> no, I. You know what? I actually <laughs> listen to my books. I do. <laughs> I know. I do. I listen to my books. I, I love it. I think there's like studies that show that you or that have said that you absorb just as much listening to books as you mm-hmm. oh as you God. do reading. I'm sorry. I promise that I. I told myself we weren't going to do any side side uh, talks today, but I, I love the side really, job. I had this really good story about a friend of ours who one time in book club, we were talking about reading versus listening. And she's, she's so funny. Love her. Love you. If you're listening. Um, She was telling us how she doesn't like to listen to books on tape because sometimes she gets in the zone when she's driving, listening, and she forgets that she's listening. Do you remember this? She forgets that she's listening to books and then she like will get scared that someone's in the car talking. Do you remember her telling us? Oh my God. So funny. So funny. So if you are quick to be scared about a random voice um, in the car, just read your books not in the car but uh, anyways both options are there okay so the detrimental <laughs> this man in the car with me oh shit 
Somebody was dying, dying. Uh, okay. Uh, so the detrimental characteristics of the 4F defenses. So we talked about kind of the good things, but the bad parts of this. So, and I, I hope that we're not going a little too far ahead, but when you have a traumatic experience or traumatic experiences mm-hmm. and then something triggers that, I know that that word has kind of been diluted lately, but when you it's have triggers, lot, yeah. Yeah. And in negative ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but when something happens that, you know, your brain responds to as scary or dangerous because it reminds you of that old trauma. Right. Uh, this is how you deal with it. So these are the detri- de- ugh, cannot say that word detrimental ways that the fight that the fight F can affect your life. You can be narcissistic. You can be explosive, controlling, entitled, type A, a bully. You can demand perfection from people around you. Does that mm-hmm. sound that sounds holy like, shit? Uh, ha, ha, that sounds like I used to be I'm triggered. Asshole. Yeah. Um you'd be so so bad. I don't think Oh my god. <laughs> um and and a con- and conduct disorder. So I, that mm. this reminds me so much of your blog about being a mean girl, right? Yes. Yes. That mean girl had everything on here. And then on, on the controlling one under it, it says enslaving. I, I like how you skip that, but <laughs> I didn't want to trigger you too much on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are those positive parts of being a, a quote fighter fight. When right. you, mm-hmm. That's how you respond to negative things around you or perceived negative things around you. Okay. So back to the the positive sides of it a lot of alphas i think definitely are 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 at least 50 percent fight oh yeah 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 for sure um very assertive they're good at speaking up for themselves and their friends mm-hmm. letting mm-hmm. you know uh where they stand and where you stand right yeah boundaries they'll let you know look here's the line don't cross it right mm-hmm. courage they seem very courageous right yeah it seems like it's courage but I think that it might more so be just self-preservation. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you act courageous in circumstances to either show that you are the best or to protect yourself from other things. So you want to be really good or really brave in this one situation so that people aren't looking over here in this other aspect of your life. It's kind of like, you know, puffing out your chest all the time so that people don't yeah. You or know. they're or they're being courageous because it's like their way of coddling themselves from the trauma, right? Um yeah, I, I think that that's definitely um that might fall under another F. Maybe fancy. more fancy. <laughs> fancy for <laughs> <me>. Um <laughs> I I think courage, I don't know. I don't I don't I think I at definitely at one point in my life I was a, a huge fight response person Mm -hmm. I don't think courage was oh you know what no now that I look back I think that there are things that that other people would have thought was courage right but to me was anger Mm -hmm. yeah so like fighting for yourself fighting for other people fight fight fighting like it looks courageous from the outside Uh but it was fueled by anger, right? Anger, right? So, mm-hmm. so through your courage, you were kind of like coddling your ang- your anger, right? Yeah, I was feeding. I was feeding it. I was feeding mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Moxie, like I said, I mean, maybe I have the definition of Moxie wrong, but I think it's like you got hooks, but right, like, right, 
yeah like, er, like yeah. a go-getter a go-getter right uh-huh yeah because it it's right there with leadership mm-hmm. and this is i mean leadership alone that word leadership when you hear it you think of your strong friend you think of your friend that's just like oh my god she's so courageous she's so amazing she's so strong she's so brave and she's so fucking hurt Right. And back to that quote, it's so, again, why I love that quote is because a lot of very, quote, strong people, Mm -hmm. yes, they're strong and all of these other, like, courageous and all of these other things, but it's a shield to protect them. A lot of people are using it as they're building up walls behind, I am just strong. Like, I, re- I remember, so for those of you who don't know me personally, I used to be very sick and at sort of one of the lower points in my life, I was very, I was very strong, right? Mm-hmm. And I went through a breakup and it was a hard breakup. And one of my good friends at the time didn't call, didn't text, nothing. Oh my And gosh. a couple, I think it was like a week later, I finally reached out and was like, Hey, what the fuck? What the fuck? And she said to me, Oh, I'm so sorry. You're just so strong. I didn't think that you needed anything. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And that, and that's what's so isolating about having a strong mask. Yes. Because people assume you are strong. And even when you're at your weakest point and it, and it gets to like a little bit of that seeps through the seams of your mask and people see that you're, you're in a very vulnerable position, they still don't think that they need to give you the help that they would someone else. Yeah. And it's this awful cycle too, because Mm -hmm. my defense mechanism is fight and to be kind of hostile and standoffish. And mm-hmm. so, well, I guess that's actually one of the other ones, but but it's to fight. So so I am strong. And if you see me weak, then fuck you. I am right. strong. But I Look actually away. really yeah, but I really want I really want some help. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But it so, sucks because you cause you wear this mask and mm-hmm. then under the mask you have all the aggression and everything else that comes with being strong. Right. And you have to go through so many layers to finally get to the little the little girl Chelsea that just wants a hug. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've had people tell me that and that like, like looking back, it makes me so it makes me so sad that I've had people tell me like, oh, like, I just thought you were like this tough chick. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that I could reach out to you or I could, you know, be friends with you because you were just tough, which if you know me, Mm -hmm. I am not (laughs) like I am I am strong and I'm I'm determined, but I'm not you're still human. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I need that. I need hugs. <laughs> Not right now. Not right now. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a big hugger, and I think that that's probably my like way of connecting because I'm seen as strong often. Yeah, and, I think you're definitely seen as strong. And I go through a bunch of shit and a bunch of emotions, and that strength leaves me isolated lots of times. Hmm. Because even my closest friends, my closest friends have not really been there when I've been like truly in my most vulnerable, rawest, like, yeah, emotions. I think you have once I called you, but I was still raging in that phone, in that uh, video chat a couple days ago. No, no, not even. That wasn't no. Even. no, there were so many more layers until that. You just call me raging so often. That. Yeah, yeah. See, see, when I'm raging, I'm not there yet. 
I'm not, <laughs> I'm still using my, my fight, my fight tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to work on my rage. Uh, there's so many things I need to work on it that I am working on and, and it feels good to be at peace, but in order to get through peace, I have to get through my mask. Yep. And then I have to get through my detrimental. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and I am a huge advocate of therapy and, you know, all, all of these, all of these four F's. So fight, fight, freeze, and fun. These are all normal personality traits, right? Everybody, right. whether you are traumatized or not, everyone's going to display some of these. And I think the difference is not that you are, you know, this way or that way, but mm-hmm. if that is your response to things happening around in your life, if that's your like your go-to response. I think fight fight is kind of one of a hard one. I think when we get into flight and freeze and special mm-hmm. especially fawn. Um, that will be a little bit easier for people to understand how that is a trauma response. I think people can see like anger, right? Or people like we all know, we all know that person who someone cuts them off in traffic and they freak out. Yeah, that's me. Oh, really? You're one of those people? (laughs) Dude. Okay. So in my house, we have this rule where I'm only allowed to cuss in the car (laughs) 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 and because of my road rage. And ever since we've been at home and I haven't been in the car, now we're like, you're only allowed to cuss between certain hours. And my hours are nine to five. God damn it. No, I'm just <laughs> After hours. After hours. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that's, so that's your, that's your, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take a little, okay. We're not doing Chelsea's politics corner, but today we're going to do Chelsea's uh, pretend therapist corner. Um, <laughs> so when you're, when you're experiencing road rage, are you feeling like people are disrespecting you? Um, yeah, I feel like it's personal. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when someone cuts you off, it's not just, ah, oh, what a dick. He cut me off. It's no, that guy fucking hates me. Or that guy is um, doing that to me personally. That guy, yeah. That guy targeted me. That guy's tar- purpose. Right. Don't respect me. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's, so that's your trauma response to that little, that dig down, down deep in, under all those little onion layers and that little girl Monique is saying, "No one respects you. Uh, no one cares about you. No one likes you." Why, why and did so, wait, what, <laughs> right, what a fucking asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, baby Monique. <laughs> and so, and so, yeah. So that's your trigger is feeling disrespected because mm-hmm. somewhere deep down inside, you were disrespected. And every time you perceive someone to do that, yes. it's like salt on that wound. It totally is. Well, I I have to deal with that all the time being a black girl and being a black woman yeah all the time you always have to prove that okay well well you know well I'm educated enough and I'm smart enough well that's the same thing <laughs> maybe I'm right. not. <laughs> not not necessarily right right There's a lot but of like really I'm wealthy enough people. I'm wealthy enough I'm pretty enough I'm smart enough pay attention to me respect mm-hmm. me like how dare yeah. you dismiss me don't dismiss me and it's it's it always happens and any and every single social situation that I'm in, yeah, walking into, I have to put on my mask, my strong leadership. Mm-hmm. What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I going backwards with this therapy session? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think that's your mask for words for that. I don't think that's really? your, your social mask is not fight. No, you don't think so. No, That's, this is exciting. Okay, what's my social mask? Wait, not. wait, wait. We're gonna wait till oh. I get to my we get to my episode or 
No, no, oh, no. We fawn. Fawn? Yeah, we can say it right now. We'll go a bit more. We'll, we'll go more into fun. I think people can okay. like the name Fawn. You can kind of yes. Understand. My dad used to date a girl named Fawn. You're <laughs> you're looking it up right now, so you can tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you're going to tell me I'm right. Oh no, That's yes, your I totally mask. see it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So oh my we'll, god. I don't want to go too much into Fawn because I want right. to stick to to just fight. If um, you guys want to know what Fawn is, you will know. <laughs> Read the books. Three more weeks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be you know i and actually i think fawn is probably gonna relate to most women i don't know maybe that's sexist for me to say that eh, whatever how um, dare you <laughs> feminist um <laughs> uh, yeah i think that fawn is definitely your your social mask i think that your like mm-hmm. real you your your trigger response is mm-hmm. probably more fight yeah 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 Yes, it's true. It I it feels like I have rage sitting on my chest and I walk around with rage all the time. So when I'm cut off, rage goes Arr! Yes. Yeah. Your your fight is your reaction and your fawn is your prevention mask. Ooh. So these masks are interchangeable. Yeah, absolutely. And you can and and like I was saying before, just because you were fight two years ago does not mean that you're a fight now you can go from fight to fawn to to freeze uh, or uh-huh. a mixture of any of those you know at any time most people i think are like two of them at a time because it's mm-hmm. hard to be all four mm-hmm. um but and yeah it's it's pretty uncommon for someone to just be just be fight you know you're right, gonna have right, right. kind of characteristics of of two of the four right. um f it f f is unless you're from like brooklyn <gasps> right that? brooklyn you're all fight <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or Jersey. Why the why the Brooklyn or why, Jersey? Why the why the Brooklyn and Jersey hate right now? <laughs> it's not hate. I, I love it. That's what I like about Jersey and Brooklyn. Listen. Because they're all fighting. Prostitution. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck? That's Teresa. Real Housewives of Jersey. Oh, it's because I don't watch Housewives. It's because oh. I don't watch Housewives. Okay. I know. Right. I'm Forget it. I know. Forget I'm about it. I can I can pretend like oh wait, hold on. <laughs> that was such a fun joke. <laughs> whatever it's my homework it's my homework for this podcast to, to watch real housewives um <laughs> please let me pick the episodes <laughs> okay i'll do it i'll do it the things i do for you oh my my little bit of fawning right now um, <laughs> um so so yeah i think i think talking about the four f's and understanding where you fall so that you can recognize why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. um, is really good. And it is very empowering so that you can, you can relax a little bit. And it, it's not that easy to just be like, oh, I'm, I'm this way. So when bad things happen, just like cut it out. That's like not what I'm saying <laughs> at all. But I think that there is a lot of power with understanding, even if you can't change it at the moment, like if you don't have the tools to change it, just understanding why you do what you do. Yeah. Well, well, but though, if you, if you do recognize it, then you know what's happening, right? Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. The, the you can um, dip into some magic and. <laughs> AKA therapy. <laughs> Magical <laughs> <What> therapy. therapy? <laughs> Go get a crystal and charge it with the moonlight. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it usually. Place it you- on your chakra. <laughs> Usually it's you who does like the runaway conversations in this podcast, but I think now that I can't do, I, not that I can't, I could, but now that I'm choosing not to do Chelsea's Politics Corner, I have to tell you a little story Go about, ahead. about, run away with it. Yeah. It, this story is about Justin, my husband. Excuse me. Clarification. <laughs> clarification for the listeners. The story is about Justin, 
my lover. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Earmuffs, further, for, <laughs> further clarification. Not really her lover. It's her dream lover. <laughs> um, anyways, so so talking about magic, I like to sage my house, right? I, I, I don't believe in much of the magic stuff, but I do like a, a saged house every once in a while when I, I feel in a little one bad. And I believe in the others. I can, you know what? I can do what I want. Anyways, so so we went to go get some sage from like a little witchy shop in town. And I hope this story translates into podcast. Anyways, whatever. So we went to the shop in town to buy a bundle of sage. And while we're there, um, sorry, I'm all over the place. Quick side note. Justin is super nice. No one hates Justin. No one thinks Justin's a dick, right? Like Justin's right. just like, like think of like personable dude and it's Justin. And I could never think Justin's a dick. I could think of Justin's dick, but I could never think <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be the episode my mom listens to. And she's oh my gosh. Back. <laughs> Anyways, so, so yeah, so Justin's just everyone's buddy. He's, he's super nice. And we go to this shop to buy a bundle of sage. And while we're there, the dude working at the counter is like, do you need a feather? for your sage <laughs> and like it justin's like like what the fuck he's like so confused and then justin so justin asks the guy he's like how much sage do we need is this like by square footage or <laughs> it's just like a standard that's bundle. a reasonable question it's when you know nothing about magic it's yes. a reasonable question anyways so justin goes to the counter to pay and i'm like looking at crystals and the dude hands justin the little keypad for the credit card right mm -hmm. justin types it in the dude takes the keypad back and then reaches into his pocket, pulls out like I don't know, it's like travel feather duster, <laughs> pops out the feather thing, and then feathers away Justin's fingerprints <laughs> from, from the keypad. And Justin was like, I think that's probably like the first time anyone's ever been a dick to Justin. And he was like, wow. Why? 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 Like, I hate me so much. Oh, it was hilarious. Anyway, so that's are we sure he doesn't do that to every person? Like, just like clears the energy so no one picks up Justin's energy when they <laughs> put in their stuff. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was just an energy stealing keypad. I don't know, <laughs> but it was it was hilarious and it was a little a little Schneidenfreud. Schneidenfreud. How do you say that word? Schneidenfreud. Sigmund for, for me to be like, okay, Justin, this is this is what it's like for people to not like you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, back to back back to fight. Did you buy the crystal? I did not buy the crystal. I didn't buy the feather either. I just bought the sage. Mm, okay. I know. I know. It's okay. I know. Um, <laughs> so I, I forget where we were at before I interrupted with my feather duster story. Um, we were talking about, oh, recognizing, uh, when you're triggered, recognizing. So yes. seeing the list, connecting with it, being like, boom, yes, that's me. Boom. Okay. These are all the traits that caught that this is why I'm feeling this way when I feel this way at the time. Mm -hmm. And you said, once you get the tools to be able to like change the way that you react or change that, that situation. And by tools, you meant proper uh counseling right therapy yeah proper counseling proper therapy to take those triggers and to dampen them mm -hmm. so that again like we talked in an episode a while ago about if you were mugged and you're now that's your trigger is mm -hmm. you know being in dark alleyways or right. you know someone kind of coming at you fast mm -hmm. um so you take those triggers and you learn how to 
nullify them so that those don't trigger you anymore. Right. So, so that's what therapy can help you with. I'm sure that there's other ways to do it yourself, but exactly um, crystals. (laughs) <laughs> through, through crystal meditation light work Ricky. right well and I think I, I think like for me like one of the books that we'll put in the descriptions I knew that my reactions to certain things were not appropriate right mm-hmm. um and then when I read this book that spoke about you know the four f's and about complex post-traumatic stress disorder it was like this light bulb went off and I was like holy shit (laughs) like this makes so much sense to me Mm -hmm. and then it was a lot easier for me to go get help for myself to fix those things about myself but like with your road rage right it's like yeah you don't understand you just think oh I'm I just have road rage I'm just an angry person yeah but when you when you break it down into why why am I doing this Mm -hmm. um it it helps you understand yourself, understand your thought process in things, your reactions to things. Mm -hmm. And then that's where you can start to heal yourself. Okay. So let's say for instance, somebody with um, a strong mask and a fight F is listening to this right now. And they're like, holy shit, that's Mm -hmm. me. And they were sitting here on the couch with us and they were our friend. What would we not? I'm not saying that it's any of our friends that we, right. I'm just saying hypothetical friends, hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, what would we say to them that isn't as therapy uh, to like, to kind of not coddle them, but let them know that it's okay. Go to therapy. I want to say that you're, first of all, you know, you're strong, you're amazing. You're an awesome leader. Mm-hmm. And we love that. And we want you to know that it is a-okay to reach out for help. Yes, absolutely. It's okay to reach out for help. Mm -hmm. Um, Being helped does not make you weak. A lot of the times, those walls that you build up around yourself to protect yourself Mm -hmm. are not keeping you safe. No, no. So no. pick a pick a friend, pick a pick someone that you trust, a loved one that you can vent to mm-hmm. from time to time. From time yeah, I want to interrupt you. From time to time, it's really important through your journey of healing <laughs> mm-hmm. um to not bomb people with your problems and not bomb people with your feelings. It's good to talk about it, mm-hmm. but make sure that that's not all that person is there for. Because, is there for, right. Yeah, because dumping your trauma onto somebody else is not that fair. That with a whole other situation. <laughs> right. Then they, dump the, then they take all that shit in and dump it on someone else. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's good to be able to talk to somebody about it. But I think a lot of the times we're especially where we're like told like talk things out, talk things out, talk things out, which is great. But if you're just doing that, you're not changing anything. Mm-mm. You're just dumping that onto somebody else. You're not preventing yourself from having that. From having it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say that you need to do your I am work too, right? Because you need to yeah, get absolutely. down to, you need to get past all the anger and all the aggression and all the, all the strength and all the, all the leadership and all, all the amazing and all the uh, not so amazing qualities and get down to the bare roots minimum of how you're feeling, why you're feeling, why this is what it is. Absolutely. Well, and then when you like, like seriously, like have a couple glasses of wine, mm-hmm whatever you do to relax and really think about who you are 
not who you want to be, not who you're perceiving to be, but who you are. Mm -hmm. And if your friends, if your family, if everyone around you thinks that you are, you know, strong and courageous and this hardcore person, and you really look down, like be super honest with yourself. And if you're like, I am weak, like Mm -hmm. I'm weak, I'm scared, all of these things that will help you realize, you know, these, these things that you're projecting out to people. And that's when you can start to heal. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. I didn't start healing till now because I numbed a bunch of stuff. Like 2010 was an extremely hard year for my whole family. But freeze, freeze. That's a freeze. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I interrupted you and I'm so sorry for interrupting you. But numbing out, freeze. That's a freeze response. Oh, I thought you were yeah. literally telling me no. to freeze so you could edit something. No, Did no, you see? No, I saw, no. yeah, you you totally guys can't see this, but I totally stopped moving. I was playing statue, right? You're doing so well. No, that was that was your period of freeze response or 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 possibly flight, but freeze and flight are very similar. But yeah, right. that, was, that was your trigger response. It was, it was too much. And so you just, whoop, you just check the fuck out. Check the fuck out. And, and then mm-hmm. in my checking out over the years, I've allowed things to happen that I normally wouldn't have allowed to happen. And it feels like I'm waking back up. So I think I'm moving to another, another mask or another face right now. I'm in a, a transition period. To fun. Oh, to fun. <laughs> I'm totally, yes, I'm waking back up and it's like, hi, I'm fun. I'm no longer fight. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, and I think that I, I, even for me too, it's, it's kind of this pendulum, right? When mm. you're trying to correct this behavior, but you don't understand where it's coming from or how to fix it. So mm-hmm. you kind of swing from back and forth. So you're fight, fight, fight. And then you're like, I am not happy with fight. Yes. So then you kind of swing to the other side. Like the extreme to, opposite. Yeah. To make up for it. And then you kind of hang out there for a little bit and then it gets overwhelming. <laughs> and then yeah. you're going to swing somewhere yeah. else. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you really look down and say, this is who I am, like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And then say like, okay, all of these you know, reactions to external stimuli. That's not who I am. How do I change that? How, How do, do I, I fix change that? it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to, to heal yourself. I, I mean, I, I feel so lame. Why? In your journey. I, I don't Wait, know. hold up, bitch. That's my language. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I, I think for me, that's probably one of Maybe, I don't know, not a trigger, but it, it's one of my things. Where it, it, oh, me, yeah, it's a trigger. Because you're, yep. you're a fighter. Because you're a fighter. But that's yeah. all right, though. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, I recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why I'm doing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah, because I, I don't want to, to be therapy. Because I went, I went to therapy. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're just about out of time because we're going to keep this episode a little bit shorter than our other episodes. Um, is there anything else that you want to add on before we cut out? Not, not, nothing too much, just something simple. Like I said, it's okay to not be okay, no matter how strong you are. You're allowed and you're justified in your, in your weaker moments. Feel it and um, love yourself. Yeah. Because I love you too. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Is that too quiet? We love you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think that, oh, I'd like to apologize to everyone for being like low energy this episode. Because first of all, I'm sober. And, <laughs> 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 and 
And DJ Khaled only comes out to play when he's had a couple drinks. <laughs> this is a, this is a more serious episode. This is a more serious yeah, episode. But this is a user a user request a listener requested episode Mm -hmm. and I think for you and I even though I'm I'm further in this journey than you are Mm -hmm. you are definitely on this journey too and I think we're talking about the recognition journey right what are we talking about what journey what journey the journey of understanding who you are and why you are not who you are sorry I'm going to take that back not who you are I was about to why rage. you are, <laughs> but you're not rich. That's the thing. You're not rich. You're, you're not that, that thing that people say you are. Um, not that people don't say that you're rage, but that, that external voice that's saying, you know, Monique's a bitch. That's not who you are. Right. 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 I don't hear the, the bitch. I just hear the, Oh, Monique's so strong. Oh, so your inner voice yes. tells you that strong is bad. Um, no, it tells me strong is good, but I feel like, like I was saying back in 2010, I went through all this stuff and because I'm looked at as the strong one or kind of the pillar, mm-hmm. I get, I, I'm the one who has to take on everybody else's shit. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. Uh, I do. I think I do understand what you're saying. I do also think that a lot of that is your fun coming out too <laughs> but again episode four we'll get we'll get episode deep four. On, we'll get we'll get we'll get deep in monique on episode four. Oh my gosh <laughs> bring popcorn it's gonna be a good episode she's so but, deep but but you know i can understand that though where you find resentment in that in that quote strength because yes. it it but you're fighting, you're fighting that, that trigger response because your, your trigger response to shitty things happening is to be the strong one, be this one. Be yeah. That one. Cause it when, feels like there's no one else. All right. Right. Rough, when in reality, fast. oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Real fast. So, um, for those of you who don't know, which is probably most of you, if not all of you, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest of five and my mom was 14 when she had me. So when my parents moved to California and started having more kids, I took more of the parental role in the house than a kid has to. And so it kind of felt like I raised everyone, right? Yeah. And so I had to be strong and deal with that. And then like all the other stuff that was going on in the house. And then when I got married, I kind of had this guilt that I was leaving them. Like I was leaving my kids. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to 2010, that was my first marriage. Fast forward to 2010, something happened and there was a tragedy in the family and I took on my sister's responsibilities and like I did everything that I felt that a parent should have been doing. Mm-hmm. And I gave up my career to take care of some things and and it was just really heavy. Yeah. Really heavy. And so so that harbored a bunch of like anger and resentment. But Mm -hmm. on the outside, it looked like, oh, she's strong. She can handle it. She's got this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where's the Coke? (laughs) What? Coca-Cola. What the fuck? (laughs) Chelsea? (laughs) This is a G podcast. (laughs) Good. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition out of that one. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. So I don't know, fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, so yeah, so that was your what the fuck did I say? What is it? That was my 
from you talking about trauma and then talking about coke. <laughs> That's a trauma response. It, uh, oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. I, it, it doesn't fall under the four Fs, but no. Yeah, drug, drug use, not drug use, but drug addiction. Or addiction, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I've never ever been a drug addict or anything, and I've never even had Coke, which it, which I think that's why I joke about where's the Coke so much. <laughs> never you you have it. ADHD, it won't, it won't be fun. Oh, boo. It'll calm me down, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. Keep not that Coke. I know, but... <laughs> And not that I'm talking lightly on drug addiction, because that's an, a whole nother huge thing. And I do respect yes. drug, drug addicts, uh, uh, struggles, trials, tribulations, and journey. Yeah, absolutely. But still, where's the coke? I'm just... <laughs> that's uh, uh, so, so, yeah, you can't heal unless you know what you're wounded by. Mm-hmm. Right? right. I need and to go to therapy. You need to, yeah, you need to go to therapy. You need to finish the book. Uh, I can't. And it's rare. It's really hard. It's so yeah. hard. But if you if you get past if you get past the the triggers of it, if you get past that, it's very hard to go from being quote I am this way mm-hmm. to these things made me this way. Mm-hmm. I and I don't want to like victim blame, but these things made me this way. I allowed them to take over my life. Yes, and now it is my responsibility as a grown-ass adult exactly to change that to change that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's again it's very hard it's very hard but you can do it you can do it anybody can do it it just mm-hmm. takes determination and the right tools and perseverance yeah mm-hmm. yeah everything you see on a um a poster with a cat on it in an office I just love, I, you know what? I love, I fucking love that poster. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I love that poster. It's just so cute. And like, it's just like a little cat. <laughs> so, you know, the poster. I love that. I love that Those poster. Yeah. Hang in there. Yes. <laughs> Aww. Oh, well, this is fun. And yeah. um, our little chat group is fun. And I just love you guys so much. I love our crazy ass tribe. I was talking to my husband today about a retreat and he seemed kind of jealous and I was like, get over it. You know, listen, yeah. that's, that's your shit. Don't put your shit on me. <laughs> don't, don't trauma dump on me. Don't, don't trauma dump on me, boy. <laughs> can't go on my retreat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely uh, if you're not part of our tribe, join it on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash your wife's crazy ass. Yep, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We know. We know. <laughs> we know what we're doing. <laughs> if not, they can go to the website and um, yes, and there's a link to our group on there. www.yourwifescrazyass.com. Yes. Oh, and please um like and subscribe to our podcast. We would appreciate that. We would. We would love you forever. We're <laughs> hot in Germany. We are. So uh, whoever's listening to us in Germany, hey. Hey, hey, ich liebe dich. That means really? I love you in German. Shut up, does it really? Yes. I, so oh. I used to date a German guy. We're, we're oh. like, oh. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's some issues in this episode. I hope my husband doesn't listen. First of all, we talked about your husband being my lover. He knows. 
Uh, yes, but then we talked about my German guy, and I said, Brrr, even though that was like twenty <laughs> something years ago. And but when we brought up my amazing, loving, uh, beautiful, handsome husband, I said, "Don't trauma dump on me. That's your shit." <laughs> you know, you both you both should go to therapy. I mean, <laughs> what am I gonna say? <laughs> it works wonders for relationships. It really does. Yeah, How am I the positive one this episode? I don't because I'm still railing from. Oh yeah. Okay. We're we're we'll leave that for after the episode. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. Yeah. We'll leave it. Okay. So that was the first F in our four F series. series. Yeah. Oh, said it together. Synchronicity. <laughs> so tune in next week. Um, when we talk about flight, I, yes, I can't wait for this one. <laughs> I, I relate to this one. <laughs> do you? Uh, oh, yeah, you do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I relate yeah. to flight. Yeah. I mean, ADHD <laughs> is one of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, oh damn. Whoosh yeah. mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you want to leave us out, Monique? Yes. Uh, so that's it for our episode of Your Wife's Crazy Ass Podcast. We thank you so much for listening and joining in. Please like, subscribe, share. What else do we have on there? Um, copy, paste, repeat. <laughs> uh, join our tribe. Fax your friends. Fax your friends. Um, smoke signals and pigeons. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your week. And stay crazy. Crazy.